Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 147 of the WW Bro Podcast. With me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, 8 p.m. on Facebook Live. As always, though, the podcast is available at WW Bro Podcast. And don't forget to five-star rate and review on iTunes. Look for WW Podcast, or you can go to www.podcast.podbean.com, and you can download it there as well. Voting season is still going on, and not talking about the crazy news uh, with the election. I'm talking about the best of Long Island. Voting is, is open for best podcast. We've been nominated, so grateful and happy to be nominated for best podcast on Long Island. You can go to bestof.longislandpress.com slash voting. Vote for WW Bro Podcast. We are in the arts and entertainment section, so definitely check us out there. Built Bars. I am so for these Built Bars, and maybe my guest today will turn me off of these Built Bars when we get into talking about um, our subject tonight, but I, I eat them every day. You can go to BuiltBar.com, use code Podcast, and you will save 10% on your order. This month, guys, if you're watching the live feed, I do apologize for that horrible facial hair. I grow facial hair like a 14-year-old, and I'm 41 years old, but I am doing No Shave November to help raise money for cancer research and cancer awareness, you can go to my Instagram page at Comic Anthony D. Check out my link tree. There's a link there. You can go and donate. All proceeds go to cancer research and to help people uh, with their medical bills. And it's really a great thing, to, uh, you know, especially in this month, which is uh, Lung Cancer Awareness Month. My mom passed away in 2008 from lung cancer. My uncle Joe passed away in October of 17 from uh, pancreatic cancer. So I like to do this. For them to help raise money and, and their honor. So definitely go check that out. All right. Um, we have a guest tonight. So there will be a bonus episode of the WWO podcast. To get the bonus episodes, become a Patreon member. Patreon.com slash WWO podcast. And you will have access to the bonus episode this week. I'll be going over my week there as far as my weigh-in. And how things went. And how I'm going to move forward with things but I have a guest tonight, very special guest, and I want to bring him on. So without further ado, let me introduce you guys to Tim James. Tim, how you doing tonight, man? Hey, Anthony, I'm doing fantastic, and I'm um, looking forward to sharing with your audience. Yeah, really looking forward to you being on the show. Um, you're like the first guest I've had. I've had people who have lost weight, but you're like, you're like really healthy. Like you're, <laughs> like you're not that everybody else is that, that healthy, but like. This whole chemical free thing is I'm fascinated by it because, you know, as I I lost my weight, I'm down currently like uh, 210 pounds and, you know, getting into different kind of things to eat that, you know, I I think are better for me. I was reading up on some of the things you're talking about and you really getting into it like you're I saw that you're a raw food chef. So like yeah. that to me is like how much health, you know, so even the healthy food I'm eating is not healthy. That's, that's like crazy to think about. Like I got to <laughs> rethink everything. Um, but what I really wanted to, to know was like, how did your journey start? Like, how did you like say, listen, I, I got to make changes. I, I got to do this. Yeah, man. Well, first off, people have to understand that I, you know, I wasn't as healthy as I am right now, 10 years ago by far. So um, I grew up over, just give my backstory. I grew up on a, a cattle and hay farm in Eastern Oregon. We were farmers. We did grass hay, Hereford cattle, and um, I hunted and fished a lot. That's just what everybody did. I was really good at it, and uh, me and my buddies had a lot of fun. I also played baseball at a high level, 
But we had a garden and that kind of stuff. We had a garden every year, and we had a, it was a big garden, actually. My mom and me were out there pulling weeds and doing all that stuff. But fast forward um, until I was 37, I was a financial advisor, house, mortgage, kids, coaching, you know, the kids and basketball and football and all that kind of stuff and baseball. And um, But I, I just kind of gained weight. You know, every yeah. year I gained a pound or two or three, and, and, um, and then it started getting worse. Besides the weight gain, um, you know, I had close to 40 pounds extra. Um, I had eczema on my elbows and it started getting worse and worse. It would crack and bleed, especially in the winter times. Like right now it'd be like terrible. I'd be bleeding. I had, I, I started to stop wearing white shirts cause it would ruin them. I'd wear black shirts. Um, I'd bleed on your couch on accident. <laughs> um, you know, so as I had to wear sweatshirts, it was disgusting. And then my knee got really bad with eczema. Same thing. It was, I had a huge patch above my knee and my left leg. And that was very painful. For those of you that have it, you know what I'm talking about. You'll bump it into like a coffee table and it's like somebody shoving a knife pick in your knee. And it's like, oh, it's really painful. And then I had another skin issue happening on my back. Um, I also had um, my, my energy was way down. I wasn't sleeping well. Um, and then I basically had um, uh, really bad acid indigestion. So I went to the doctor and they said, oh, you're fine, but here – Finally, like take Prilosec, and it just sounded weird. I'm like, just the, something about that name. I said, I ain't doing it. <laughs> so I just kept popping Tums and Rolades left and right. You know, I had Tums and Rolades literally on my couch, by my house, in my house, by the you know the sofa, watching TV, in my car, in my truck, at my office, at work, and I was just eating them all day long because I had really bad acid reflux, and it sucks. It was just constant, a nagging thing. This went on for years, um, and then for the last two years before I made my transformation, I was actually bleeding rectally. So oh every time I would almost every time I would poop, I would be a really hard poop. I didn't wear it tonight, but usually I have a shirt that I wear for these podcasts because this is Dr. CB. He's one of the guys that I uh, a mentor of mine, and he says and and it says love when you poop, and um, <laughs> I, I wear that shirt because because it's like people don't realize for those of you out there that know like when you have poop problems, it's not fun to go poop, right? You know, and I I've seen it from my problems where the poop would come out rock hard and blood would come out. And so many people have heard me on podcasts that had the same problem. It's it's not an isolated incidence. And then all the way till I've had you know kids over at my house during, you know I would do these raw food uh, classes where we teach people how to juice and make raw foods and living food dinners. And like this one dude, his kid was like 17 years old, and he had to get up at 5 a.m. in the morning and sit on the toilet for an hour and hope that he could go to school. And he was flunking out of school not because he was, and you know not bright. But he, he had to go to the bathroom all the time, and the teachers were yelling at him. You can't just get up and leave. You need a hall pass. He's like, I got to go. Yeah. And um, it's embarrassing because he was going – he's pooping like 40 to 50 times a day, you know, the run. So people get colitis and Crohn's and diverticulitis and diverticulosis and ulcerative colitis and irritable bowel syndrome, whatever. Their gut's jacked up is what – like me, I had leaky gut syndrome I found out later where I have these oh microscopic God. tears in my intestinal lining and these undigested food particles and microbes were going through the intestinal lining and getting into the bloodstream and causing inflammation in my body throughout my entire body. And that can lead to anything. It could lead to cancer like you yeah. spoke about or it could lead to um, headaches like I had like a 911 operator that we helped had headaches for 15 years. Or it could be high blood pressure. It could be Hashimoto's. It could be MS, um, fibromyalgia. It could be anything, you know, weight gain, whatever. So um, and 90% of us have some level of leaky gut syndrome going on, these little microscopic holes in the gut. So anyway, fast forward, um, I, I'm a mess. Um, I finally yeah. go on a vacation with my family to northern Peru to a place called Tumbes, and that's where I had to be in the middle of the night on a bumpy road, bumpy-ass road in a van driven to Piora, uh, went to a hospital, 
I paid freaking. I was bent over at a 90 degree angle. I was in pain, but my wife's dad was a doctor. Thank God. He knew what was going on. Yeah, because you're in Peru. I mean, the thing yeah, dude, that happened, use, you know, <laughs> I couldn't even use my, my insurance for the first time I need it. And I paid into that damn thing and yeah. I couldn't even use it. And I'm laying in a third world country yeah. <laughs> on, a, on an examination table and there's flies buzzing around me in the light above me. And I'm just like, Oh God. And oh, then, and then man. all these doctors keep coming in, pushing on me. I'm like, ah, oh, ah, oh, my gut hurts. They dope me up, put me on a plane, which you're not supposed to do. Fly me into Lima because her dad wanted me to go to his clinic. And, um, and they right off into a taxi and whew, they let me off and right into surgery. And so my vacation was ruined, not just for me, for everybody around me. So that's when I learned Anthony that my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everyone around me because I ruined everybody's vacation. We planned that for a year and we spent thousands of dollars and we were in a remote, beautiful place. And I was sad to leave and I'm sure everybody else was too. So, and then I got pushed in a wheelchair back into the United States because um, we had to come back, you know, with our, our airline tickets or whatever. And I wasn't completely healed yet. It was a major surgery. So anyway, so that sucks. And I don't ever want to have surgery again. And so um, I come back home and um, I still don't know what the hell I'm doing. I, I'm buying books. I'm, you know, five meals a day. I'm eating more, more chicken protein with my meal, you know, chicken yeah. teriyaki bowl for muscle, drinking milk for bones, calcium for bones and all that stuff and trying to be healthier and kind of laying off the sweets. I mean, I loved, you know, maple bars and donuts and all that stuff. And yeah, who uh, I mean, who, yeah, I mean, shit, it's, it tastes good. I mean, but anyway, so I come back and then, um, a buddy of mine on my baseball team who was the healthiest of all of us, he was 40. His name was Kalei and, he ended up getting cancer, stomach cancer, oh, and then losing 80 pounds, doing surgery, chemo and all that stuff, and you know, throwing up. And I'll never forget, we were, it was the last baseball game he played with us, and he's like, hey, I don't have the energy to go out and run out to center field and sprint out to my position and sprint back. So that's kind of a pride thing. You don't just lollygag your way out to your position. No. You haul ass, and you, you know, you're, you're there to do a job, right? He said, so maybe, guys, can I pitch? Because then I could just kind of do a little jog and then walk to the mound. And me, with my critical thinking mind, I think, dude, pitching is going to use a lot more energy than just running out and running back. I was like, why don't we just put you in right field and you could just, you know, kind of walk out over yeah. there, but he wouldn't do it. So we're like, yeah, dude, whatever you want. So he's up there pitching. About the fifth inning, he comes in, he's sitting down. And I'll never forget, I was sitting there, he's on my left, and my buddy Jason was on, on his left, and we're and he's spitting up blood. And Jason's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and Jason's shaking his head, and he looks at Clay, and he's like, hey, man, he's like, the hell are you doing out here anyway he's like look dude he's like if i'm gonna go out i'm gonna go out doing what i love and it's like shit what do you say to that you know it's like tip i can your respect hat. I mean, that yeah absolutely yeah i mean you let him do his thing so anyway he ended up dying um he he oh, lost 80 pounds he looked like he was um like on auschwitz or something like a concentration camp you couldn't even recognize him and he left three little boys behind so it really was hard on us right so again your poor health doesn't affect just you. That affected every our teammates. We were all just, I mean, a bunch of grown men at a, at a funeral hall, bawling our eyes out. Imagine his little boys, no dad. Yeah. And, um, you know, but it's like that kind of stuff happens, you think. My grandma died of brain cancer. My aunt died of skin cancer. But they were older. Now, this dude's like my age. So I'm like, this. okay, maybe it's just an isolated thing. A couple years later, my one of my best friends, Charles, gets diagnosed with this blood cancer called chronic lymphocytic leukemia. I couldn't even pronounce it for like a year. It was like hard because it's like a weird long name, right? Yeah. And I'm not into medical stuff. I don't know any of these things. Charles says, hey, look, dude, I got cancer. 
They don't have anything for me. They'll hit me with chemo. It'll knock it back. But when it comes back the second time, they said, that's it. It'll kill me. So I got to do something. I'm an entrepreneur. I got a son that's 14. I want to see him graduate high school. I want to see him. I want to go to college, father-son weekend. So I got to live. I found this place in Florida called the Hippocrates Health Institute. And they're this, you know, 60-some-year-old detox and nutrition clinic. So they basically show you how to clean up your body and flood it with a bunch of you know, juices and fresh, you know, organic produce. Is it like that lemon cleanse? I see people, people do like the lemon and pepper, like that kind of thing. Oh, you're talking about the master cleanse? Yeah. Is it something like that? Well, kind of, but there's no sugar involved. They don't put maple syrup. They have no sugar because what they've learned is that sugar feeds disease. And when they removed, because they used to, they juiced, they, they're the ones that actually invented green juices. Like this company invented them back in like the 60s, 60s or something. And the, the founder, Ann Wigmore, you can look her up. She actually healed herself of stage four colon cancer with lawn grass and herbs. Like, and I'm like, lawn grass? I'm like, and they're like, yeah, dude, grass is grass is grass. Whether it's wheat grass, lawn grass, rye grass, barley grass, it's all grass. And inside of grass is chlorophyll. And that's the magic. And all life on this planet is captured on the leaf of a plant via photosynthesis. And everything is there that you need. I mean, look what horses eat and they're stronger in hell, right? Yeah. I mean, we don't have the stomach to process the cellulose, but the juice out of it is ridiculous. I mean, it's just, it's a powerhouse. So it's like their emblem when you go to the Institute is a wheatgrass. And you're putting wheatgrass down your throat, up your ass, on your, like if you have breast cancer, they'll yeah. have you juice it and soak the poultice up and put it over the top there. And um, it can actually heal wounds like three times faster. Really? Um, it's crazy. So that gal like literally healed herself by doing this. And it's a long story, but it hurt. it's it's amazing what, what Ann Wigmore did. She got a she got a, a, an honorary doctorate from a, a, a place. And I remember this guy was a congressman. His name was like Thomas McGee. And he gave her a citation for exemplary efforts and helping and healing and doing things for people, right? Yeah, that sounds been, crazy. Like just you they've know, been trying to shut wow. that place down for years, bro. For really? Years. Yeah, they've been trying to shut them down for years. So is it because it's not like approved by the FDA and and because yeah, they're like they don't claim that they're healing anybody. They'll tell you like we don't we 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 can't heal you. We don't heal you. We just we just show you how to heal yourself. That's what they do. Okay. So anyway, we go there. I'm super skeptical. I bring a notepad. I'm running around interviewing everybody. Like, how does this podunk place in Florida heal people when they got billions of dollars spent trying to race for the cure of cancer? And guess what? Everybody I talked to had either healed themselves or they'd come back because they healed themselves of something. Or they were there and they were, you know, kind of in fear mode like me and Charles and trying to get yeah. well. So all I can tell you is, dude, is I showed up at that place skeptical as hell. Um, I would have never went there because on the plane flight, Charles is like, oh, yeah, Tim, by the way, there's there's no meat. There's no dairy. There's no salt. There's no sugar. There's nothing cooked over 115 <laughs> degrees. I'm thinking, what the hell? Yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm literally freaked out. But my friend's got cancer. I think he's going to die. So I'm like, I'll just shovel my freaked out emotions about what I'm going to eat because I'm literally freaked out. I forget that. I'm like, just focus on Charles. They probably have a salad bar or something. Ah, so. <laughs> We get there, and remember, I'm the meathead. Like, I'm the one yeah. killing the deer and the elk and the chuckers and the pheasants, and we have a meat pit and a meat saw and a meat grinder, and we make our own pepperoni, make our own jerky, all that stuff. So we get there, and then the first class, this doctor comes out. He's all jacked. He's all buffed up, looking great, and he teaches a class called Internal Awareness, and that's where my life you know, changed. So he explained to me and everybody in the room what happens when you eat food from the time you start chewing it until the time it exits your body. And I was like, after that class, I was like, wow, that was amazing. I didn't know all this stuff. How come they're not teaching this in school? I never learned it. 
And he was trying to sell us on the fact that we need to get a colon hydrotherapy session or colonic. Have you heard of those? Yeah, and it doesn't sound very pleasant. I don't know if I'd ever want to, to get that, to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah, I elbowed Charles, and I'm like, dude, I came here to help you, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> no dude. high colonics like, for me, it, no. It, it, it ain't happened. So basically, for those of you listening that are not aware of it like I wasn't, you basically sit on a tube rectally, and water goes in and out of your colon for about an hour, and it cleans your colon out. But dude, he showed pictures of healthy colons versus unhealthy ones and and videotapes of like that makes you want to sit right on it, doesn't it? It's like I'm going when they do the scope (laughs) and there's like worms crawling around and people and they're like, okay, this is a 20, 24 year old female with irritable bowel syndrome and they're nasty. And then this is a 64 year old, you know, man with colon, you know, colon cancer. You'd see polyps and just green, nasty. It was just and then a healthy colon. They showed the healthy one. I'm like, I want the healthy one. And he said, and, and he was talking, he said, and he actually pointed at me in the class. He said, look, Tim, you got 10 pounds of crap in a five pound bag. And if you ever want to be healthy, truly healthy, you got to clean that crap out of there. And that's why you're going to do your colon hydrotherapy. So by the end of that deal, I went up and I signed up. I was the first person to do it. And by the way, this guy was jacked with muscles. He was a bodybuilder and a doctor. His wife was a bodybuilder. And he told me he hadn't had meat in 10 years. So that blew my mind. I, I, I just couldn't believe it. And he looked like he was maybe 40, and he just turned 50. It was his birthday the day that I was there. So he looked 10 years younger than everybody else's age. And that was kind of the common theme. The people that had worked yeah. there for 10 to 20 years looked about 10, 20 years younger than everybody else their age. And they there don't eat any nerd. kind of meat? Like no meats, like these chickens? People, these or... people did. No, these yeah. people didn't. They they'd switched. They had health issues a lot, and they switched over. And then they ended up – a lot of them actually went to the institute, got well, and decided to come work for them. Okay. So – it was, it was, it was, in fact, there's this one nurse, she was really beautiful. I was like, wow, she's really hot. And she's like, I thought she's maybe 30. <laughs> she was like 54 years old. Wow. And I was like, whoa, wow, this is amazing. So anyway, long story short, we, we, I, I do the deal. Day one, my acid indigestion has gone that I've had my whole life, you know, or it gotten worse as I was getting old, not my yeah. whole life, but you know, late twenties, probably about 10 years. Um, by the end of a week, I lost 11 pounds, so I was totally stoked. But what happened was is my brain kicked on, my energy levels come up, and I looked at Charles one day, and I was like, dude, do you feel as good as I do? I'm like, I feel like we've discovered the fountain of youth. I mean, this is awesome. And all they had us doing was drinking a ton of purified water, doing these two green juices a day, and eating these raw living foods. And then you know, we did the colon hydrotherapy thing. So I walk into the colon hydrotherapy deal. They weigh me. I sit on the tube, water goes in and out for an hour, and then you know the ladies there, the technician helping you, massaging your gut, doing all that stuff. And I then they weighed me again. Dude, I dropped 10 pounds. He was right. I had 10 pounds of, of impacted well, uh, fecal material in my colon, and the record at the institute was one lady. She dropped like 27 pounds in one visit. She had 27 pounds. 27 pounds. 27 pounds. And this is not an oddity. I've been in this uh, this lifestyle and, and helping people now. The 10, 10 to 12, 6 to 12 pounds is, is like very common, right? So people very, just sitting around with like anywhere from like 6 to 10 pounds extra waste in the middle of times. Just sitting, just sitting, just sitting there, festering. Yeah, and, and the reason why we found out is because people aren't drinking enough water. So hopefully later you'll ask me about my core four <laughs> secrets and, and, we'll, and we'll, we'll get into this. But um, I'm chugging water as you're talking right now. Cause I got, yeah, clean that colon. It scared me right now. So when you look at your colon, your, your large intestine, and the small intestine, if you lay those suckers out, the surface area is the size of a tennis court. Okay. It's very big. That's really so big, yeah. So you get a microscopic coating on there, and it all adds up to you know 6 to 12 pounds of funk and wow, gunk and man. junk that is harboring harmful organisms like viruses, bacteria, molds, yeast, fungus, parasites, and mutagens. Cancers love it. 
They love a low oxygen, high acid environment, and that's what it is. So when I walked into that place, my whole body was low oxygen, high acid. What were they doing? They clean you out and they put you on the most high um, oxygen lifestyle and diet as possible, and they and they get you high alkaline. Okay. And then the viruses and the bacteria and the yeast and all this stuff and the parasites they leave. That's why when people go there, they start they go through what's called a detox. Everybody's probably heard of that. It's what they said was like surgery without a knife. So in 10 days, you're going to drop 60% of all the toxins and accumulations that have come into your body over your lifetime. And then it takes seven years to get rid of the other 40%. But I was seeing stuff like I had night sweats. I was irritable. Yeah. I had a metallic taste coming off of my tongue because of heavy metals, whether, you know, growing up on the farm and, you know, swallowing gasoline when I was trying to, you know, siphon gas out of my dad's pickup and put it in my motorcycle or, you know, whatever, spraying Roundup um, all over the place, which is glyphosate. That shit's bad. Um, and then heavy metals from over, I eat so much fish that, you know, heavy metals. In fact, one of the tributaries, uh, the Oahe river and the snake river, they recommend that we don't even eat more than like, you know, a couple times a year out of that. Cause the, the, the mercury nowadays. Oh yeah. See, I never got into fish. I was never, I'm never a fish guy. I'm a, you know, chicken and like, you know, turkey kind of mostly is what that's the kind of meat yeah. and protein that I eat steak once in a while. But, um, yeah. fish I've, I've never had uh, a liking for it at all. Well, you know, I love it. It sucked because my whole life revolved around meat and fishing, hunting and fishing. And all of a sudden I'm sitting there. My, my whole life was dashed in front of me, but I felt so damn good. Now I, my detox wasn't as bad as the other people's because some of them literally, um, had rashes breaking out all over their bodies and their face as their body was getting rid of all this funk and gunk yeah. and junk. Um, and one lady had a pair, I see parasites crawling out of people's pores. One lady at lunch had a parasite crawling out of her eye. And it's because you were changing the internal terrain again and then it's inhospitable for them they have to pack their bags and they leave and that's 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 where the healing begins so the man. parasites so, come out of people's pores yeah so when people think about parasites they think about the big tapeworms that get in your yeah. gut and those those can be there about 50 percent of people have parasites but it could be hookworms or pinworms sometimes when people at hippocrates would poop their poop would be covered in a white fuzzy stuff as they call them fuzzy stools those are a bunch of um i think they're called uh pinworms you know but there's other parasites that you can't see that are small, and they're in the blood or whatever. So there's all different types of them. Um, so I just want to get that shit out of my body. That's what I wanted to do. And I uh, and they, they scared the crap out of me. <laughs> they, they literally scared the crap out of me and blasted it out of me in a yeah. nice way, I guess. And but I left there, man, and I felt I came home and I said, Charles, we're gonna do this together. I'm gonna give up everything except for bacon, and we're gonna rock this thing, right? So we came home. I started growing the sprouts, growing the wheatgrass, juicing. Um, I became a yoga instructor and a, and a plant-based uh, raw food, living food chef. Um, I started teaching classes, and we've had over 5,000 people come to our house for juicing and, and, and raw yeah, food I, classes. I saw that you're a coach, and guys, you can check out Tim on Instagram at Chemical Free Body Guy. And he's a transformational coach, raw food chef, and check out his website, uh, chemicalfreebody.com as well. You have supplements there uh, too, right? Yeah, and we, we, we developed the supplements later because of frustration being a coach. I, I do all this research and work trying to find the right, and believe me, I'm a label reader. I already checked out the bars you ate. I don't even really want to comment on them if your buddy owns it. <laughs> no, it's not a buddy owns it. I'm just, I'm an ambassador for the, for the um, but I, that's actually, you know what, if we can get into that too, because I did want to kind of ask you about, because in the Weight Watcher community that I'm in, it's not so much about, uh, chemicals like you, you're talking about, like, you know, being the healthiest that you could be as far as, cause you know, you kind of got scared into it, you know, people, you know, having cancer and everything. Yeah. But our thing is points. So like whatever fits into our points, you know, 
we eat and like, you know, it, it becomes staples. And a lot of the things we're putting in our bodies are things like the pre, the built bars, uh, quest bars and, and products and premier protein shakes and all that stuff. But I heard like, you know, premier protein even's got a lot of different chemicals in it that aren't like the best for your body. Is, is that yeah, like so, true? So, yeah. So here's the deal, man. If you, if you, all you have to do is like this being healthy and eating right is not really rocket science. It's really simple, mm-hmm. right? Look in nature. The problem is, is we've gotten away from nature. We've gotten disconnected from nature. Our foods are not fresh anymore. And we're allowing an industry to handle our foods, process our foods, irradiate our foods, pasteurize our foods, spray our foods with chemical synthetic derivatives of vitamins that aren't really vitamins. Because how can you call them a vitamin if they're synthetic? They're not from nature. Yeah. Like a deer doesn't look over to an elk and say, hey, dude, where'd you get your protein? <laughs> you know, it's it's it, it doesn't happen. You just like we have natural movement and natural feeding patterns. All you have to do is look at this stuff. So, um, so what I would say, uh, I was finished about our products is that all of our products are raw. They're, uh, they're plant-based, they're natural juice concentrates and herbal concentrates. They're all sun dried or air dried under 110 degrees to keep the enzymes active. And we focus really on detoxing. that's why we have a product that cleans the gut out and the organ systems. Another one that purifies the blood, the fat, and the muscle tissue. Then we have another one to repopulate the gut bacteria, the biome, and then another one to replace the 85% of the nutrients that have been missing in the soil. In fact, that was our first product. It's called Green 85 Juice Formula. So I, I tried to, you know, I, ha- I helped thousands of people buy juicers, but the problem was is 900 of them put the juicer under the cupboard in about three months because it was a pain in the ass to clean it and juice it and you know, their husband or wife wouldn't help them. Absolutely. And they felt good, but, you know, they just like, it's too hard. So we developed a formula where you can just scoop it, shake it, drink it. There's no mess, no cleanup, no juicing. Yeah, I, I saw that. I, I, you know, doing the research for the show and everything, I saw a lot of people drinking that Green 85 drink. And I yeah. just, it's really all it is is just put in some water, shake it up, and, and you're good to go? Yep, yep. And if people want to gain muscle, we, we have hacks for that. We put sprouted nut milks together. But we have a lot of people. I've got Pat Militich, who's a world champion MMA fighter. He takes it. His brother is taking it now. He's fighting cancer, uh, John Militich. Um, uh, David Clark, who um, actually, I don't know if you know him. He, he was a 320-pound um, businessman, alcoholic, dr- prescription drug addict, turned his life around. He's a 170-pound vegan ultra marathoner, finished th- wow. 30 100-mile races, and unfortunately, David went in for a routine back surgery and, um, you know, died under the scalpel um, just How earlier this year. Is, How was, crazy is that? Yeah, he had a podcast. I, I flew to Colorado. I did the podcast with him. We did Bikram yoga together. And he's like, dude, he's like, I'm usually the healthiest pe- person in the room. And he's like, <laughs> I'm not anymore, you know, because I've been geeking out on this stuff for so long. And I, I and because my I came through the cancer thing. I have still about a third of my private coaching clients are still have cancer. I still work with a lot of those. I work with a lot of athletes and then also, um, you know, executives that just want to lose weight, look younger, you know, that kind of stuff or dealing with Hashimoto's or, you know, some MS or whatever. But, um, you know, it's, uh, there's a lot of people, um, taking the product and we're just a small family owned business. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just, you know, waking up every day and trying to do good in the world. And we're learning all about marketing, all that stuff. Most of our stuff's been all word of mouth. And I just started doing podcasting lately and it's been really good for us. Well, it seems, it seems like a really good product, especially, you know, get the vit- you know, the supplement. Um, a lot of people now I see taking a like pre-workouts and things like that is, it, it, do you have like something that's like similar to that was like the, is the green 85, like a pre-workout or I've actually been approached by multiple people that want to private label it and yeah. as a pre-workout. 
So the reality is, is pre-workout, post-workout, all this stuff, and I don't want to offend anybody, but the reality is, is that your cells need nutrition, okay? Mm-hmm. 85% of the nutrition has been farmed out of the soil. So you have to replace it. You know, I thought I was going to heal myself with whole foods, but when I learned this, that's when I started recommending supplementation to my clients, doing all the research. Here's what I'm using. And then six months later, I'd be, I'd still check the labels. I'm like, wait a minute. There's xanthan gum in there. What the hell's that? And I, the company put that in there. What's that for? It's an emulsifier. So when you shake it up, you don't have to shake it twice. So it keeps it, you know, mixed up. Okay. And I look it up and it's like mutated corn syrup fermented in bacteria. And I'm like, what? So now I'm, I'm calling all my clients, dude, if you just get the new bottle of this stuff, we'll get your money back. They put xanthan gum in it. And I had to go make all these phone calls. So this kept on happening. And finally I got pissed. So I'm like, I gotta, I, I'm just going to make it myself. Well, it doesn't even sound good, xanthan gum. Like, you know, would you eat something called xanthan gum? Like, that's... Dude, it's just weird. It's just weird. All this is about shelf life. It has nothing to do with your health. And the fresh fresh things that are good for you, they, they go bad quickly, so... With with this, you've got a dehydrated product that you know has a longer, a much longer shelf life. You can have it. I mean, yeah. people are buying preppers buy our stuff, and you know. Well, that's they, they use- with the built bars that I was ta- that I was talking about before. When they first came out, there was less like additives and it was more natural, but they had an issue. Some of the bars had mold on it because there's you know it's there's no it's more natural. So not you know it it's a visible mold. Yeah, man, I went I went touch those bars with a ten foot pole. There's no way. I mean, the, the first ingredient is whey protein isolate, okay? And I used to do that stuff, and I get it, but where does yeah. whey come from? I don't know. Well, it comes from cow's milk, okay? And what's the main protein in cow's milk? Casein. You can't digest it. It's indigestible by humans. You have to have a uh, – only baby cows have a substance in their gut called renin to break it down. So casein is actually a carcinogen. I know you're doing No Shave November yeah. for cancer awareness, but you're eating something that actually causes cancer. It's a carcinogen. Right. That's the first. It's a big sham that's been used on. And I used to I used to get um, what was it called? Designer whey protein or yeah, something. Chocolate. Like GNC. And they it, had all, yeah. it is the chocolate. It tasted pretty good, but it, it had like phenoltronics and it had these weird words I couldn't pronounce and stuff. And um, I'm pissed. I got pissed because I'm like, how is that legal that they allow that stuff? So what ends up happening is the whey protein is a byproduct of the dairy industry and they were just throwing it away out in the fields. But then the environmentalists came in and said, you can't do that anymore because you're destroying the environment. It was like killing the environment. So then the dairy industry had to pay to get rid of whey protein, but then they figured a way to spin it and turn it into a business. So they sell it to us as a protein powder. And that's why you go into GNC or these places, you see these massive, Mm -hmm. huge jugs of protein powder. It's like everything's bigger in Texas type mentality. It's like, oh yeah, it's $44, but I'm getting this massive tub of toxins that they threw they used to have to pay to throw away and that was like that's really the, popular like yeah when i remember like in the late 90s early 2000s like you get going to gnc and getting that big tub of of whey protein and yeah you think it's healthy because you're you're at a vitamin shop or a gnc or a place like that where like okay things must be especially a guy come like me like i i battled weight my whole life and you know Anything that wasn't like what I was doing seemed healthier. Like here I am in a, pl- a place called Vitamin Shop or GNC. Mm-hmm. I think everything here has to be healthy. Like everything I'm going to do is, is healthy. And that's what I was saying about the things because I see uh, like the Quest bars and, and and all these protein bars because a lot of people rely on these as part of their, their daily routine um, because it is one, a supplement. Instead of eating a candy bar, they'll get themselves uh, a protein bar. 
where it yeah. kind of tastes like what they used to have, but it's only four points instead of like 10. So it's that I'm thinking about the, the, the chemical side of it. Yeah. We sh- I can sh- like, I show my private clients how to make a protein bar in two, three minutes in their home in a little bowl. Okay. And you can do very, it, it, so here's the deal. If you want to build muscle, for those of you listening, you want to build muscle. This is the, this is how you do it. Okay. Number one, the most important thing is you have to do weight resistant exercise. Period. If you don't do that, you can sit on a couch and eat all the whey protein or protein <laughs> powders you want. You're not going to gain muscle, okay? But you will destroy your liver and probably everything else. So you have to do weight resistance exercise. Now we get into that. I prefer doing what I've learned is using bands. Weight resi- bands are the best because, like, if you're doing bench press down here, you don't you're not carrying all that weight. It's when you go away. It's that last seven to ten percent is where the all the resistance is. That's where the growth comes from. Do one set. 15 reps minimum or till failure. And I'm talking failure. I'm talking, you can't really see me because I got this back screen thing. But yeah. when you go all the way out until you just keep doing reps until you can do about one inch of movement and that's one rep. And that's it, you're done. Because then if you do the second set and the third set and the fourth set, you're actually depleting the nutrients, you're depleting glycogen, all these things. And you're going to get sore, you're going to get really sore and you're going to have more chance of injury. By doing one set, 15 reps to, to failure, like I just mentioned, yeah, absolute game changer you lessen because believe me if you're younger and you're doing this stuff you're like i'm I, I i was there i wanted to get all jacked up i was taking creatine with the grape juice and doing all that stuff and ripped fuel and getting and trying to puke in a bucket doing squats i did all that stuff okay <laughs> but when you get older shit starts falling apart from that stuff you're doing and believe me one day you will be older okay you might not believe it but it will happen i'm 47 and now i'm I've changed things and I'm helping guys my age now to still build muscle and we're actually building it faster. This recommendation I'm giving you right now, you can actually triple your muscle, muscle growth and and you can have no soreness and, and, and no injuries. And I actually interviewed Dr. John Jackwish who inv- invented the X3 bar. I think he's like episode nine on my, my podcast called The Health Hero Show. So if you want to check it out, I go in deep on a bunch of stuff, but I, that was our, probably our most viewed episode. Um, cause everybody's into muscle building. Yeah. Okay. So that's number one, just weight resistance exercise bands are best. Do the one set thing. I just had to say that, but number two, high quality fats, high quality fats. It's not the protein. Yeah. We need a little bit of protein. It's, it's the biggest myth ever perpetrated on a people and people just don't understand what they don't know. So what we do is we recommend sprouted nut butters. There's nothing more digestible than that. It's and they're 100 to 800 times more nutritious than just a regular almond. What's like that's a raw. sprout? What's like a sprouted nut butter? Like what? Like, All you uh, do is you take a nut and you soak it in water first for eight to 12 hours. It releases its natural insecticide or protectant, which is an inherent poison to keep it from the last bug or whatever yeah. eating it. And gets rid of phylates and all these other things, and it, it becomes eight times more digestible. And again, 100 to 800 percent more nutritious. So you eat way less, but your body gets more of what it needs, yeah. and it'll shut off the hunger craving. So what we do is we have people make these bars out of that stuff, or we'll take our – this. I know you probably can't see it, but this is our uh, Green 85 product. Green 85. Yep. And we put a scoop of that in, in, in this sprouted nut milk. You make it at home. You just take some water, put it in your blender, a little tablespoon or two of uh, nut butter, <laughs> five seconds, ten seconds, minimal blending. That's it. It's just purified water. And sprouted nut butter. Now you've got this beautiful milk. Put a scoop of greens in it. Shake it up. Don't blend my greens because you'll kill the nutrition. Um, oh, so you don't blend drink- that. You don't 
like a, like a smoothie. You or could, but yeah. you could lightly feather it. But we okay. we went to painstaking effort to make sure that the enzymes are intact in this thing. That's why we do the sun drying or air drying over the one to two day period. So you don't want to do that. That's a direct transfer of energy to the cell. You don't okay. want to destroy that. See, that's some science. That's some science stuff that I'm uh, I would never even think of. I'd be like, wow. Yeah, dude, I just I've gonna... learned some. I just geek out on this stuff all the time because here's what I want. I want to do the least amount of effort and have the best results. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And okay. so sprouted nut milks, number okay. two, and then number three, you have to get great sleep. You have to. You yeah. have to get great sleep. You do those three things. You do the weight resistance exercise. You put the really high quality fats into your diet. Like avocados and sprouted nut butters and that kind of stuff and you know, grape seed oil, and then you uh, um, and then you um, do like um, and then the rest. That's how you build muscle. I can't even tell you how many people that are. I, I know people that own gyms that are certified trainers and they're high level CrossFit competitors, and I help them cut the fat and build the muscle. Yeah, I never realized how like much like healthy fats are important. You know, um, until I started also counting my macros. And calories mm-hmm. on top of WW and everything like that, where I got to hit a certain amount of um, fats in the day, and I try to get them from as healthy a source as possible. Um, so, so you're saying like almonds, even just regular almonds, aren't are still have like an insecticide and stuff like that on it? I would should well, soak them first. Here's, you have three. You have different camps. You have the ones that are sprayed with pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, okay. all that crap. You don't want those. Then you have the organic ones that are. That's what I and usually then, get. And they could cook them too, right? So they can, you know, roasted almonds. Okay, when you roast an almond or anything that has oil in it, mm-hmm. peanut butter, like was what used to be my favorite thing in the world. Me too. Or walnuts. You turn the fat into a lipid peroxide, which is okay. another known carcinogen. It causes cancer. So roasted nuts cause cancer. You, if you ro- if you eat roasted nuts, you might be roasting your nuts. Like you could get <laughs> testicular cancer or wow. something like that from that stuff. So you want, then you go to the next camp, which is raw, organic raw. That's great, but you can eat it, and it's gonna you're gonna have a hard time digesting and getting anything out of it. People have enough problems already, Anthony, with digestion because we have digestion problems. Yeah. So if you just take the next step and 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 buy almonds that are already pre-sprouted and then dehydrated, or just soak the nuts in water yourself. In fact, I reserved I reserved the URL. I haven't done anything with it yet, but realmensoaktheirnuts.com. You know, you because it's, gotta do something it's with funny, that. but it makes sense. I mean, because it's dude, it's smart. I see you a T-shirt. Eat, yeah. You could eat one handful of raw sprouted almonds that you soaked in the fridge overnight and then rinse them off and then eat those. Or you could eat a hundred to 800 handfuls of just the regular ones that weren't soaked to get the same amount of nutrition. It's a big deal, dude. Oh, absolutely. It's a a big deal. We actually have a question here. Um, a listener is asking, what if you're allergic to nuts? I guess taking into consideration like all that, is there any like other substitutions they could use? Okay. Well, first off, um, with some people, uh, a lot of people actually, if you sprout the nuts first and you get rid of those protectants and insect, all that mm-hmm. stuff, a lot of times their allergies will go away. Now, with that said, I deal with a lot of people with a lot of allergies. So if you're going to do it, take the teeny tiniest amount and try it, right? But you got to be careful. Like you need, I mean, some people literally better have your EpiPen ready, right? Or have somebody there with you. If it's that bad, because I had one guy like he literally ate one sunflower seed at one of my classes and he was laying in bed for three hours. We were we were my my wife and I were going back and forth while we're teaching the class and checking in on him. We always had somebody checking in on him. So be very careful. We've seen people again. I'm not a doctor. I don't make medical claims, but be very careful if you're going to try sprouted nuts. We've noticed that a lot of people 
um, don't have the allergy problem anymore. And if you have an allergy to almonds, well, then maybe try walnuts or try cashews or try hazelnuts or try uh, Brazil nuts are great for like magnesium. Try a different type of nut. Maybe it was just the one um, or go get go to your doctor and get tested and see what nuts you're allergic to and which ones you're not. And then go with the ones you're not and do those and make sure they're sprouted. OK. Now, what I was wondering about, um, you, you mentioned when you, early growing up, you know, uh, hunting and fishing and all that. So now it comes to people protein I and mean, people think protein you know, just people that don't really read up on this stuff. We think chicken, we think, you know, fish, we think meat. So how, what is like, break it down to like with chicken or, you know, how, or in Turkey, like the lean, like, you know, poultry is what, what kind of effect does that have on your body? Well, the first thing would be is like, if you are going to consume that stuff and I don't mm -hmm. tell people to stop eating meat, I just say eat a lot more fresh plants, mm -hmm. right? Some people are not emotionally ready to give up meat. So they shouldn't at this point, but just eat more fresh plants. We get to the sub basement, like cleaning the gut, cleaning the blood, all that stuff first. That's the foundation. And again, hopefully we'll get time. You can ask me about those core four secrets. I like to give those away yeah, as a absolutely. gift. Absolutely, do that. You know, they've changed my life, and that's the core of our program. And they're easy to do, and they're free. So um, you're asking about chicken and turkey. Like, mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. Check out Doctor uh, Virginia Livingston's work on poultry and chicken. Chickens carry a leukemic virus in them. So why would you want to eat that? You know, and then look how it's grown. So make sure if you're going to do it that it's really, truly, you know, whatever you call it, um, you know, open. Yeah. They're out in a field eating, okay? It's un it's frustrating, too, because they'll say these are, you know, open field, or I can't remember what the, the term free is. Free range. But free range. Yeah. But they, they'll do some, they spend the laws and if they open a window in a big barn where they're enclosed for an hour, that's free range or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy the way they manipulate the laws. So actually make sure it's really what, what are they feeding the chickens too? Are they feeding them ground up more chickens? You know, or what are they feeding them? Are they feeding them genetically modified corn, genetically modified soy, which they do in a lot of cases. And then they, these chickens get diseased and then they have to put antibiotics in them and then you're eating the antibiotics. So then when it comes time when you have a bacterial infection or you go to the hospital, you pick one up and all of a sudden antibiotics don't work for you. That's what's happening nowadays. So turkeys is an example. They're so genetically modified to be so huge and have their breasts be so big that they can't even have sex anymore. They can't procreate. All of the commercial turkeys today are artificially inseminated. If I was going to eat meat, I sure as hell don't want to eat meat with something that can't have sex. You know, so, it's I not, mean, it's, 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 it's coming up on slaughtering season and they can't even get it in before they die. That's ridiculous. Yeah. They never, it's yeah. They never, never get to experience lovemaking and I wouldn't <laughs> want to eat an animal like that. that couldn't. Right. So again, we're getting distorted from yeah. nature and that's where all of our problems are. You got to just go back to nature. That's it. The closer you are to nature. So the protein thing is a myth. And I remember when Charles got done talking to Dr. Clement at the Hippocrates Health Institute and he's like, I got a few more minutes, Tim. Do you have any questions? And I'm like, yeah, dude, how the hell are you living without eating meat? I'm like, you said you used to eat meat and you were 300 pounds and you got off of it. And now you've been 175 pounds for 40 years. I'm like, I don't even understand. How do you have muscles on your body? And he starts laughing like he'd heard the question a million times. Yeah. He's like, okay, Tim. He goes, you weigh maybe, you know, whatever. You need maybe 160 pounds of lean muscle mass on your frame. He goes, what about a hippopotamus? What about a wildebeest? What about a giraffe? What about a rhino? He said these animals are putting uh, they're putting tons of muscle on their body. Elephants. What are, what are they eating? He said they're eating plants. 
They're eating plants, Tim. And, and he goes, and he goes, and you just want to put maybe 160 pounds of lean muscle on your frame. He said, what's happened is, is an industry has taught us that we have to allow the animal to eat the plants. We slaughter the animal, chop it up, freeze it, ship it, do whatever, cook it at high temperatures. And then, uh, which the Max Planck Institute in Germany showed us that when you cook proteins, 50% of them are coagulated and completely unusable. But that protein, then you have to eat it, and then your body has to labor to convert it into amino acids because it's not an amino acid form. And then, and then we eat it, and we think we're getting nutrition. He's like, it's so far off. He says, you have to understand that every drop of life on this planet comes from a leaf of a plant via photosynthesis. The closer your food sources are to the sun, the healthier you're going to be and the longer you're going to be live and the less disease you're going to have. Now, I didn't like hearing any of this because the more he talked, the less I was being able to hunt and fish. Okay, yeah, I'm like... But what happened was, dude, is by the end of you know my first week there, I felt like I was 19 again, and I'm like, I don't even care. I'm like, I can't believe I'm going to give up meat. And again, I'm not telling the people listening to don't shut off because I said that. Because we don't do that anymore. We focus on the sub-basement. we got to get your blood clean, your fat muscle, and your okay. tissue clean, and your gut clean. We have a lot of clients. They keep eating meat. Some of them eat a lot of it. But they feel so much better when they get their digestive tract and their blood and their fat and their muscle tissue clean. And they start flooding their body with nutrition and just eating fresher foods and eating more plants. Well, how often would so they do that, a, a cleanse, like as far as, you know, continuing to eat meat and then, you know, if they're, like, if they're one of your clients, like how often well, does that happen? We teach a daily detox. Okay. In fact, we've built products around it because what what we've noticed was is let's say you are like, I really want to do a cleanse. And you go drop $400 on some juice cleanse or whatever, and you do it. And you might go through that healing crisis. You might not feel that good. You might get cold or flu-like symptoms. You might be tired. You might be irritable. It's not the best thing when you're trying to go to work and raise a family and drive through traffic. Okay, It's just not. But you feel better, and you felt better, and you felt in years. Then you go back to your lifestyle, and then you retox. And then, you know, quarterly, they recommend doing stuff like that. There's a lot of people that are really healthy and they do a detox quarterly. But a lot of people, after they do the first one, Anthony, they're like, you know what? I don't want to go through that pain again. Yeah. So they just avoid it because we avoid pain. But what I'm here to tell people is like, if you don't take care of this, there's going to be a lot of pain waiting for you down the road. And it ain't fun. Just look around at people's health today and look at healthcare costs. I mean, we spend like $3.3 on healthcare. And we're the, in the United States, we're the sickest people that have ever walked the face of the earth. And if you don't get this stuff in check now, it's going to cripple you physically, financially later. And again, your poor health doesn't affect just you. It's going to take down your whole family. Well, you I've know, seen it. You said that in the beginning, you know, about how like it doesn't just affect you. And that's one of the reasons why I started, you know, my, my sister-in-law had, had a real talk with me about my, my health and, and my weight and everything and how it just doesn't affect me. It affects them because then I can't do things and I'm not going to even just, then you're not around, you know, if something gets sick and you die, you're not around. So like, you know, yeah. who's that real, you know, you're gone. But now the people who are here and that cared about you, they're dealing with that and carrying that on. So I definitely, definitely get that. And you know what came to my mind when you were talking about the things in the food and how it resonates inside of us? I remember the first time I watched Super Size Me. Yeah. I watched that movie and it's, it, it scared me, you know, because I was at that point eating a lot of fast food and I saw just in 30 days. This guy was in liver failure. He was, you know, he, his his body was shutting down at the 30 days of eating fast food. Yeah, the doctors that were monitoring were like, whatever you're doing, you need to stop. You're going to die. And all yeah. he was doing was eat McDonald's. Eat McDonald's morning, noon, and night. Dr. Clement, who I told you that we met at the Institute, he was 
give me that advice and stuff. Mm-hmm. He said he went and did a lecture somewhere in this at a college, and a, and a professor came out and he's like, Brian, Brian, Doctor Clement, I want to show you this. And he had like one of those cake things where it's like a deal and it's like that, and you know, you put the cake on, it's got the glass that goes over the top of it so you can see the cake, a little cake stand or whatever. He's like, look at this, look at this, and he's like, okay, it was a hamburger and French fries. He's like. It's a hamburger and french fries. He's like, what's the big deal? And he's like, no, you don't understand. It's 14 years old. 14 it was a McDonald's hamburger and fries. And every year when the new students come in, he shows them. He's like, look. And all, all the other students that knew about it are like, yeah. Every year he shows them. And it gets old. He's like, it doesn't, it doesn't decompose. The hamburger and the fries look exactly like they did day one because of the toxic the preservatives and chemicals. And then, and then you hear, if you talk to, go down and talk to your local um, mortuary and talk to the people who are dealing with the corpses. And, and, and then what they'll tell you is that most of the older people now that have been, especially on fast foods and stuff like that, there's not a whole lot of embalming to do. They're already embalmed. Really? Because they've been eating all this shit. Like if it, you know, <laughs> and I, I, I tried to show my dad because he was eating this like stuff. It was like a, like a fake butter, some country crock or something. I don't, I don't know what it was. And I took the lid off. Because I knew what I st- my study showed me that it's only one. It's like very close to uh, plastic, and I took real butter and I put it out there. And bugs were on the butter, but they weren't on my dad's stuff. And I brought my dad out and I showed him. He's like, "What the hell are you doing with my butter?" And I was like, "Look, Dad, the ants and the bugs will eat on that butter, but they're not eating yours." I said, "Because it's not real food. It's like close to plastic." And then he yelled at me and said, "Put it back in the fridge and don't ever do that again." Right? So just completely shut down. So I go, "Okay, I tried." You know, but I tried to show him, but he just didn't register. He just like he just puts it all over his. He doesn't care. No, I get it because I I'm you know points I'm like that too. Like if I make like you know my protein pancakes and I want something that tastes like butter, that's not going to be a lot of points or calories. But you know the the sad part is you're right. It is like basically plastic. It is your well. There's there's two options for you on that one. You can get ghee, which is um, where they take butter Mm -hmm. and they. They heat it up to a certain level, and then the proteins, all that casein that we talked about earlier, separates, and they remove that from it, the deadly proteins, and then all you're left with is the fat. Okay. And then it tastes – it's butter. I mean it's just it's it's just the fat. Or there's companies now like Myoko's that will make a vegan butter that's friggin' delicious. And here's the deal. Right. What is butter? The main ingredient is fat. That's yeah. why we like it. What's ice cream? It's fat. So instead of getting the fat from the cow, you skip the cow, and you go to the almond. You go to the walnut. You go to – you get it from a, a cashew. You just go to the nuts. That's it's fat's fat. Go to the nuts. There's another T-shirt. I see it. You can have a whole line of T-shirts with these sayings. I'll, I'll have to write that down. Go to <laughs> go the nuts. to the nuts. I like that one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got like about a few minutes left. I want to hear your. Uh, you're saying you have like a, a core four type. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's let's get in those. And before I okay. do, I just want everybody. Uh, it's the reason why we called our company Chemical Free Body was about I don't know eight or so years ago. Um, I heard something on a, a show or a podcast or something. I read something, and I went and typed these three words in because this is what I typed in. I typed in umbilical cord and the word chemical. Just type those three little words in, and look, you'll see the studies going back to 2005 showing that every single child being born that they tested for 400 chemicals, they found 250 of what they were looking for. 180, 180 of these chemicals cause cancer in humans, 212 cause developmental and brain disorders, and so on and so forth. The scientists and the doctors refer to this as a body burden. Now, 250 of 400 is 71% of what they're looking for is what they found. 
Anthony, there's over 100,000 toxic chemicals out there in the market today, and there's 2,000 new being made every year, and only one quarter of 1% of these are ever tested. The rest are just released on us, and they're in the ecosystem. They are pervasive, okay? 1,500 miles into the interior in pristine lakes, you'll find two and two-and-a-half-inch fish that have now both male and female organs. Why? Because of the estrogen mimickers from the plastics that have gotten into the rainwater, and they've, they've saturated the, the, the amphibians and the fish in the creeks and the rivers and the tributaries now are turning into hermaphrodites. I don't know if you ever listened to Alex Jones and he said we have gay frogs yeah. on his show and everybody's making fun of him. Oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. No, that shit's happening. Okay, that shit's happening to our amphibians and our fish and us. That's why women are having more breast cancer, more uh, cervical cancer, uh, uterine cysts, ovarian cysts. Men are having more prostate cancer. These are horm high hormonal areas and also man boobs. So when I found out about man booze, I'm like, I'm getting that crap out of my body. So we focus on getting the toxins out. Okay, so here's the core four secrets. Number one, uh, this is a game changer, is that you drink half your body weight in liquid ounces of purified water daily. It's very important. The key word there is purified. And we've got to have clean water um, because we want to get that crap out. We want to stop putting in the toxins, the fluorides, the the, um, the the chlorines and, the, and these uh, xenotoxins like these BPAs and BPSs, all these hormone mimicking things. And then, you know, it's bad, dude, because some places that like in downtown America that you'll like do a gallon of water out of your tap and then it'll be you can have up to a half a tablet of pharmaceutical drugs in that one gallon of water. Think about that. That's the worst of the worst. And it could be, it varies from, from state to state, from city to city, but that could be the worst case scenario. So we've got so many man-made toxins and, and, and all this stuff and pesticides and fungicides and herbicides. We have a, definitely have a body burden. So we have to stop putting it in and purified water is going to help you to start pushing that crap out. It okay. is the lubricant of life. It's good for your joints. It's good for strength. It's good for your mental capacity. And if you're not drinking enough of it, which 95% of people aren't, only 5% of people are drinking enough water, the first place our body goes to get water for our brain and our blood and everything is the colon. That's why we're having so much. We have crappy diets, and then a colon gets dehydrated or dried out, and that's where that impacted fecal material starts accumulating because you don't have enough water. It should be a waste removal system, not a dried-up storage tank. So if you, if that's, you, know, you don't want to have colon cancer, you better start drinking a lot of water. And here's the other deal. In cities, if you're on city tap water, that means your, your tap water is under high-pressure pipes, and these molecules coagulate. They get big, and they're like bowling balls. They won't go through the chain-link fence. They just bounce off. That's your intestinal lining. So it needs to be restructured. So if you're living in a city, you need to have purified and restructured water, both of them. Now your body's going to absorb it really good. It'll go into the, uh, the bloodstream. It'll get into your lymphatic system, which is your garbage removal system that runs on water movement and oxygen. And you're going to start detoxing much better, and you're going to feel better. And you're going to have more mental clarity. And, and we had one gal, dude. She dropped 50 pounds in eight months, and all she did was do that secret number one. Okay. And again, 5% of the population is doing it, so there's huge room for improvement. That's the biggest one. Number two, core secret number two is a, a chew your food until liquefied. It's a big deal. I learned that at that internal awareness class. Your teeth are the first domino in digestion. And when you start chewing your food well, you secrete enzymes in your two ducts in your upper mouth and four in your lower mouth that secrete amylase and lipase that breaks down your starches and your fats. So if you don't chew your food well, it's going to take longer to break it down. And then you're going to um, have fermentation and gut rot because you don't have the necessary enzymes in there to break the food down in your gut. 
Okay. okay. That makes sense. And, and Dr. Gabriel Cousins, who's like 80 and can do 30 pull-ups, which is pretty amazing. I can't even do 30 pull-ups and I'm pretty healthy. Um, he said that when we stimulate our meridian points in our teeth, we can actually uptake our serotonin levels, which is the happy juice, by up to 500%. How many people, Anthony, are dealing with depression and anxiety out there and are buying, trying to buy... Uh, Especially you know, now. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's dude, an uptick in chew it. your freaking food and it's like taking a supplement of serotonin. It's amazing. Okay. That yeah. one's huge. Um, number three, core secret number. Oh, and less than 4% of the population's chewing their food. Yeah. I don't chew no. my food enough. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm a gabon. I, I game changer. Yeah. Game changer. Okay. Number three, now that you're chewing, you're drinking the water, you're chewing your food. Well, core secret number three is you avoid liquids with meals. If you start drinking purified restructured water with your meals or wine or beer or apple juice or whatever, you're now going to dilute those digestive enzymes you work so hard to put into your food, and you're going to go right back to fermentation and gut rot. What does that mean? You're going to, over time, you're going to destroy those intestinal villi, those hair-like structures that are lining your intestinal tract. So if you look old and wrinkly and are tired and don't feel good, I can guarantee you your intestinal villi look like crap. So you clean that stuff up, and you stop drinking liquids with meals. Now, you know, once or twice, you know, holidays, birthdays, whatever, shoot me. No big deal, right? But it's a constant daily drinking liquids with meals. So the rule of thumb is stop drinking liquids 30 minutes before for beginners and wait an hour after you eat and then drink a lot of liquids again. If okay. you have stage four cancer or you're an Olympic level athlete or you just want to feel or be your best, stop drinking an hour before and then wait two hours after and then drink a lot of liquids again. Okay. Less than 2% of the population is doing that. And then the last one we added later was core secret number four. Less than 1% of the population is doing this, Anthony. That is to do some breath exercises or breath work before you eat. And the reason why is because, well, do you believe that we're a stressed out society? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Whether you think you're stressed out or not, most likely you probably are, and your body can't recognize the difference. It thinks a saber-toothed tiger is cha cha chasing you. So you're going to this um, sympathetic nervous system or fight or flight, okay? Mm -hmm. And the blood leaves your organ systems to go out to your extremities, your hands, arms, legs, and feet, so you can fight or flight. Run. Get the hell out of there. And if there's no blood in the organ systems, you're going to have a harder time digesting it, and you're going to go back to fermentation and gut rot. So simply do this. Take a big deep breath in through your nose, and then hold, and then release out through the mouth. Nice, long, slow flow. Just let it all go. And then pause at the bottom with empty lungs. And then repeat back in through the nose. And then suspend the breath at the top and hold. And then release out through the mouth. Again, a nice, long, slow flow. And as you're going through this process, think about how grateful you are for it. You can have food in front of you. And that your body's going to take the nourishment from it, and it's going to and it's going to help you with your activities of daily living. And just be grateful. By doing that, you are going to just bring that blood back into the organs, and you're going to digest your food well. That tactic can also be used anytime throughout the day to lower your stress levels. So for those of you that are stressed out, go to your breath work. Take a go to your car and do breath work for two, three, four minutes. So before you eat, just do it for one or two minutes. Just what I showed you there. And there's no right or wrong. You can wait. You can hold it four seconds at the top and four at the bottom yeah. like some people do, or five at the top, five at the bottom, or just in, out, in, out. Just go slow. Take some breath. It's not a wussy thing to do for you guys out there. It's a freaking <laughs> smart thing to do. Okay? Oh, absolutely. It's a genius thing to do, and it doesn't cost you anything. 
It's so what we teach is to people just get your phone out and program these habits into your phone so they repeat and remind you. And within ninety to one hundred twenty days, it will frickin' change your life. Well, that's that's awesome, and I, I hope everybody tries it. And I'm going to try some of those things as well. Tim, I want to thank you so much for being on the, the podcast today. It was awesome talking to you, man. And check Tim out. He's on Instagram at Chemical Free Body Guy. He's a transformational coach, raw food chef. Check out his podcast, The Health Hero Show. That's available on iTunes and, and all the other podcast listening devices. And um, is it on like Spotify and all that stuff as well? Yeah, The <clears throat> Health Hero Show is on all the major platforms. Mm-hmm. And for those of you, if you guys wanted to get some products, because I know a lot of people in the beginning were like, they're confused because we have a lot of products. Where yes. do I start? Just go to the website first, chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. Go to the products, and then under that tab is a, is a it says savings bundles, like a drop-down deal. Click on savings bundles. That way you can get a discount, okay? And then, you know, we have everything from the Jumpstart bundle all the way up to what I do on a monthly basis, which is the Total Energy and Detox bundle. So whatever you want, and anywhere in between, just pick something that resonates with you, get the discount, and then on top of it, um, we created another uh, 5% discount for your listeners. So if oh, nice. at checkout, type in WWB, <laughs> that's WWB, get an additional 5%. So you get double discount. And then we're so confident on our products because they're just real food and they work uh, and herbs that we have a double your money back guarantee. So there's nothing to lose. You just try it out. And if you have any questions, I also do group coaching every Monday. I have every, or excuse me, every Wednesday. And then every um, second Wednesday of the month, we have my formulator, Dr. Scott Treadwood, come on and we do talk with the doc and my private coaching. So kick the tires on that too. Um, there's an introductory price on that. I have private coaching for people that are wanting to, you know, want me one-on-one or want one of my other coaches one-on-one. So we just try to help people. And if one of the products doesn't work, just tell us. Hey, this didn't work out. We will find you a replacement, even if it's another company. I don't care. The, our job is to help you get well. But you, you have to take action. You have to take the – if you put the effort out, we will help you. We will definitely help you. Well, that's awesome, Tim. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, definitely will have you back in the future. This was really fun. I, I enjoyed this, and I learned a lot too. And I'm never going to eat anything again. Thank you. <laughs> 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 I know. Don't freak out. Just focus no, on the water. Yeah, Choose your food. Avoid liquids with meals. Do some breath work. I, all I do is I drink. I drink a gallon of water with my meals. I I don't breathe. I don't chew. I, I'm 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 done for. Thanks, Tim, for for help. <laughs> Help me realize that. Hey, <laughs> but, you're going to lose weight like a sieve now. Yeah, no, forget about it now. I'm not going to eat anything. I'm just going to drink purified water and eat, eat the grass outside, and I'll be okay. Yeah, you could be a suntarian. They just look at the sun. That's yeah. It. But, <laughs> but they're, they're, I guess there's a movie about it, but it's a real deal. Like, people just, they look at the sun. Oh, really? They don't eat. Yeah, they don't eat. They just look at Think about it. All life comes from the sun. I'm not there yet. But I have stared at the sun. The I'm, I'm going to start with the, the the meals and and the water first, and then yeah, I'll, I'll graduate. Good, yeah. I'll graduate towards the other stuff. But seriously, Tim, thanks again uh, for being <laughs> on the podcast, and we'll definitely check you out soon. Um, you can, again, check it out: chemicalfreebody.com. Use code uh, WB, get another five percent off. Definitely check that out. Tim, we'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks, brother. Have a good night. No problem. Have a good time. Awesome time with Tim tonight on the WW Bro Podcast. I want to thank everybody for joining me on Facebook Live. As always, the podcast is available at www.podcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes and please five-star rate and review. Definitely check that out. I love reading your reviews, love posting them on social media. Definitely five-star rate and review on, on that as well. 
We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe, available on iTunes for downloading as well. Also check out while you're there, Demon Scar. My best friend Nick wrote this song, Something to Believe. His new band, Demon Scar, has material out. They just dropped a new album. Check them out, demonscar.bandcamp.com. Only one place to go, Long Island, for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the podcast. Get yourself an Uncle Cheese sandwich, the best sandwich out there. Guys, I really do apologize for this bad facial hair, but it's for No Shave November. You can go and donate at Comic Anthony D. Check out my link tree. I have a link there to donate. And you can follow me there as well at Comic Anthony D. And check out the podcast at WW Bro Podcast. There will be a bonus episode this Wednesday. If you're not a Patreon member, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Subscribe. Become a Patreon member. You'll have access to the bonus episode this week. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will talk to you later. Have a good one.